Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday March 17th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Pacific AD Janet Lucas announces she will retire on August 2nd after five years leading the Tigers. Lucas stating, this place, the Pacific Athletics family and our collective mission are tremendously important to me. And as I complete my 43rd year in college athletics, the time has come to step away and begin the next stage of my life. Arizona President Robert Robbins talks more about the current landscape in the Pac-12, telling CBS's Dennis Dodd that UA and Arizona State are a package deal in any conference. We're pretty locked in with each other. We don't want to have a Texas-Texas A&M situation where one of us goes to one conference and one of us goes to the other. We're pretty aligned in that regard. If you take us in a bundle, that's a pretty attractive thing. As far as the ongoing media rights negotiations, Robbins tells Dodd, for a couple of million, I don't see people leaving. I think our total will definitely be higher than the Big 12. If I'm wrong about that, is it $5 million, less per year that forces schools to consider leaving? Is it $7 million, is it $8 million, is it $10 million? I still think our number is going to be higher than $50 million. I know what the Big 12's number is. I just need to hear what the Pac-12's number is. Then I can make a decision. Utah AD Mark Harlan tells KSL Sports that the Pac-12 had to pivot from our previously decided upon television plan. That's what we've been working on. It's disappointing it's taken this long to get the deal done. It's a complicated deal, it really is. We're coming off 12 years of owning our own network, three different channels, plus a national channel. He adds, I feel really good about this conference. We need to get a deal that will allow us to all move forward. I'm confident we are moving in that direction and then we can lock arms. If we need to expand, if we think that's in our best interest, we'll look at that too. Baylor AD Mac Rhodes reiterates his position that I don't think anybody's rooting for the demise of the Pac-12, and certainly our commissioners not. I think we're all rooting that they end up with a media deal that's really good for the 10 of them. But, you know, if it comes to a point in time where that media deal is not in their best interest, then why wouldn't we be interested in a school, in an institution, like Colorado? Rhodes also says there are a lot of side conversations occurring. I think it's safe to say we're all having conversations amongst the ADs within the Big 12 and certainly within the Pac-12. And I'd be disingenuous if we didn't say that there's Big 12 ADs talking with Pac-12 ADs, relationships that go back years. Alabama AD Greg Byrne supplemented the university's statement concerning a report by the New York Times's Billy Witts that Crimson Tide men's basketball student-athlete Kai Spears was present at the fatal shooting, in connection with which former Bama student-athlete Darius Miles was charged. Byrne, in part, stating, as previously mentioned, it is not our role to share details about a pending legal matter. We will rely on law enforcement to disclose information if and when they deem it appropriate as we continue to fully support their investigation, questions about the incident should be directed to them. Nevertheless, we felt like we had to address the inaccurate report from last evening. Wits, meanwhile, tells OutKick that both he and the NYT stand by their reporting. The Rody Law Firm, which was hired by New Mexico State to investigate the fatal shooting involving former men's basketball student-athlete Mike Peake has released its report, which states, It is our understanding that neither the NCAA nor the WAC has indicated that NMSU's conduct 
in connection with the incident violated NCAA or WAC governing rules. After performing independent research, we also did not identify any such violations of NCAA or WAC rules. The firm also submitted several recommendations going forward, including instituting a weapons policy and team curfews, developing a policy to address the process and procedure for coaches with respect to communicating with law enforcement, and strengthening the culture within the athletic program. According to an open doors analysis of more than 100,000 student-athletes NIL deals, from July 2021 through February of this year, men make twice as much in NIL earnings as women. The disparity is largely due to football, which accounted for 55.1% of NIL deals alone, thanks in large part to collectives, however, even without football student-athletes, men still take in roughly 60% of all NIL compensation. Opendoor CEO Blake Lawrence points out, however, that many of the top earners are women, who make up 8 of the 10 most followed Instagram accounts among student-athletes competing in March Madness. When it comes to brand marketers, the women basketball players on this list stand out in terms of their marketability. Their audience is collectively much larger. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday March 17th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.